Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and acrylic dermatitis, also known as lick granuloma, is an injury to the skin caused by excessive licking. The word acral refers to a limb or other extremity, and granuloma is a focal thickened area of ulcerated inflammation. When a dog constantly licks a certain spot on his body, it eventually becomes inflamed, and the skin will become thick, and the area actually never gets a chance to officially heal because the dog won't leave it alone. In addition to the licking and the inflammation that's present, the spot tends to become itchy, which causes more licking and creates this vicious cycle of itching and licking. The next thing you know, a secondary problem usually develops like a bacterial infection. Sometimes there can be ruptured hair follicles or ruptured apoquin sweat glands that also makes the irritation even more substantial. The secondary condition can make the itch much, much worse, and then this exacerbates the dog wanting to really dig at it 24-7. Common locations for a lick granuloma are the top of the front leg between the elbow and the toe, and on the side of the ankles or the heels of dogs. Signs that your dog may have an acral lick issue include constant licking and chewing of the area, missing hair or baldness, ulcerations, thickened skin, and hard raised bumps, which can actually look like little focal calluses, are all very suspicious signs that your dog could be focusing on one area. Occasionally, past trauma to the affected area can cause the animal to lick excessively due to residual pain or neuralgia, like nerve tingling. The condition is most often seen in middle-aged, large-breed dogs, especially Doberman Pinschers, Golden and Labrador Retrievers, Great Danes, Irish and English Setters, Akitas, Dalmatians, Sharpays, and Weimaraners. There's lots of underlying reasons for this form of dermatitis to occur. It's likely that in many cases, itching of the skin is a result of allergic triggers, which can spark the excessive licking, which can then progress to, of course, the granuloma or the sore. However, a painful condition can also set it off. For example, trauma, like if there was a previous broken bone and there's residual arthritis, that can spark this condition post-surgical discomfort or a foreign body like a sliver, an insect bite, or a focal spot of irritation under the skin, nerve damage, and rarely focal cancer can all be inciting causes. Other causes can include a bacterial or fungal infection, skin mites, or a hormone imbalance. In addition to physiologic causes, incessant licking is also common with OCD or, or obsessive compulsive disorder in dogs. The act of recurrent licking may actually trigger the release of endorphins, which are natural substances that promote a sense of well-being in the dog. So a dog learns that licking repeatedly brings about this pleasant feeling, and so then they keep on licking. There can also be psychological factors involved in obsessive licking, including boredom, stress, and separation anxiety. If your dog has no behavior abnormalities other than constantly licking of this one focal spot, chances are it isn't rooted in OCD or another psychological disorder. It's extremely important to find the root cause of your dog's licking so it can be treated effectively along with the skin wound. Your veterinarian should rule out any potential underlying allergic diseases first because that's the most common reason. A dog with recurrent skin or ear infections, hot spots in other parts of his body, or itching in other areas like ears or paws should certainly be evaluated for generalized allergic reactions that should be addressed in addition to this recurrent wound. A possible allergy to fleas, food, or something in the dog's environment should absolutely be ruled out. And there are several tests that may be necessary in addition to look at why this granuloma is occurring, including a deep skin scraping of the area and fungal and bacterial cultures to check for infection. Occasionally, skin biopsies of the inflamed tissue are also necessary to rule out conditions that look similar. The vast majority of dogs with acrylic dermatitis have a deep-seated bacterial infection that they have created from recurrent licking. 
So I can't stress enough the importance of identifying this specific organism, which means exactly what bacteria is present in order to determine the most effective treatment, especially because these bacteria are often resistant to antibiotics and a significant percentage of acrylic granulomas are actually methicillin resistant or MRSA positive. So it's something that your veterinarians need to identify quite early. Other diagnostic tests may include x-rays to check the health of the bones underneath of the irritated skin and some blood work to check for endocrine diseases, as well as parasite testing that is oftentimes necessary to get to the bottom of exactly why your dog has this condition going on. In addition to treating the wound, it's critically important to also deal with the underlying physical and or emotional causes of your your dog's licking. Otherwise, the problem will usually reoccur. To keep your dog's mouth away from the wound while it heals, you most often are left having to use an e-collar, which is, or a bite knot collar, which prevents the dog from recurrently licking that area. The collar will actually also help curb the behavioral component of licking by breaking the cycle. Sometimes, in fact, a lot of times, if you can catch this early enough, the out of sight, out of mind premise also works, which means at night or when you're not able to really focus and prevent your dog from licking, you can do a non-stick light bandage over the area to prevent your dog from wanting to go at it. However, if the condition has been going on long enough, many dogs will absolutely not tolerate that. They just chew through the bandage or eat the bandage and swallow it so you have a secondary problem. So don't do this if you know your dog's gonna eat the bandage. The most important point is you need to prevent your dog from being able to continually lick the wound. And the sooner you prevent this, the quicker your dog is going to heal. Keeping the wound clean is also quite imperative. I recommend using a topical disinfecting solution called Betadine twice a day on the wound. I've also had good success using other topical remedies, but no one remedy works for every dog. So my advice is to keep using different topicals until the wound is healed. A few of my favorite options that you can try after you use Betadine to disinfect are Manuka honey applied to the wound twice daily or a fillet of fresh aloe, which means you slice the aloe leaf in half and you put the gooey side down and you replace it several times a day. There's a great wound cream called Pavia, that's the brand name, as well as Alimiderm, which are two ointments that I've had good success with using topically as well. Some veterinarians prescribe antidepressants or anti-anxiety drugs, either short or long-term with dogs that have this recurrent condition. Obviously these drugs are powerful and have side effects, so I only consider this as a last resort if we know that there's a psychological component. I recommend starting with safer options, such as L-theanine, St. John's wort, GABA, 5-HTP, and Chinese herbs that naturally help calm the dog down. CBD oil can also be really beneficial for these dogs. You'll need to deal with any psychological or emotional factors that may be contributing to your dog's obsessive licking. All dogs, especially large breed dogs, need a ton of physical exercise, and so that's a really good place to start. Most dogs will develop behavior problems of one kind or another if they spend way too long inside and they're not able to move their bodies. They really need to move their bodies on a daily basis. So rigorous aerobic exercise is one of the best ways to break the lick cycle on a daily basis. If your dog doesn't have a job or something that they really enjoy doing, now is a great time to look into a fun and engaging activity like nose work, which is my favorite thing for these dogs. Changes in your dog's environment that create stress can also trigger some abnormal behaviors, including the desire to want to lick a focal spot. For example, if another pet in your family has died or if a new pet has been added, this can create a trigger, a stress trigger for your existing dog. So you wanna make sure that everyone in the family pays extra attention to your dog when there's any sort of change in the household dynamic that could precipitate a bout of licking. Address any conflicts in your dog's life. For example, if your dog has separation anxiety, if there's behavior problems between two dogs in the home, or if there's long periods of confinement or boredom, all of these things will contribute to your dog's excessive licking. In addition to making sure your pet is well exercised, he needs playtime and activities that stimulate his brain, as well as a nutritionally balanced species appropriate diet, as well as consistent 
daily routines. Dogs also require clear and regular good communication from you. Crating or otherwise confining a large breed dog for several hours a day is asking for a problem, especially with dogs who are already displaying anxiety-based behaviors like incessant licking. If you're gone from home for long periods during the day, consider a doggy daycare or a dog walking service to give your pet opportunities for companionship and exercise while you're away. And during those visits, you want to make sure that you're doing things to really engage their brain. The best way to avoid a painful infected lick granuloma in your dog is to deal with the obsessive licking behavior as soon as you become aware of it. If you see a wet spot on a fur several days in a row, that's reason enough to address it. Some lick granulomas can develop very quickly, actually within a matter of hours. So I've had some clients go away in the morning and come back and their dog has a sore. Others take longer to appear. And if you can avoid it, don't wait until there's an obvious injury or irritation to your dog's skin before you seek out veterinary advice or institute some of these suggestions. Get in the habit of running your hands over your dog, especially down their front legs and the sides of their back legs to check for damp fur on a regular basis. When you're around the house and if your dog spends time outside of your vision, you want to make sure that you're frequently checking him to make sure he isn't hiding an obsessive licking issue from you. A lot of dogs are super smart and they just go around the corner and lick. So you want to make sure that you're checking in to make sure that they're not secretly licking. If he's licking a certain spot, but there's no injury yet to the skin, try wrapping the area lightly with an ace bandage to discourage further licking. You can put a few drops of lavender oil on the bandage. You can also try massaging a drop of lavender directly into the skin or a dab of the homeopathic remedy Arnica gel over the area. You'll still need to see your veterinarian to identify the underlying reason for the licking, but in the meantime, anything you can do to prevent your dog from self-injury will be very beneficial.